This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour two of the show. Lots of great football coverage for you this hour. Joel Erickson will go inside NFL training camp with him up in Indianapolis. Formerly he covered the Saints. Now he covers the Colts. We'll talk to him in about 10 minutes. We'll talk LSU camp, and then our guest of the week will replay Carter Bryant for you. Fantastic conversation. Very entertaining one I had with him a couple of days ago. But first, let's bring on in Josh Liskowitz, who covers the NFL for Pro Football Focus at PFF underscore Josh, a must-follow for any NFL fan. Josh, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight, Seth? I'm, I'm doing great. Let's get right to it. Only got a few minutes with you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk one thing about the Saints here real quick. Uh, this defense that didn't look good in that preseason game, yes, it's just preseason in game one when, of course, guys like Cam Jordan didn't play and other guys didn't play very much. Any concern with this Saints defense that will be missing some pieces when this regular season starts? Yeah, the depth is definitely a concern to me. You look at it top to bottom, if they have all the pieces healthy and clicking, I think it's uh, an outstanding defense. But uh, as soon as a couple of them go down, you've got some problems. Uh, Obviously, the offense will help in the respect that you kind of know what you're getting with the defense because teams are going to be playing from behind. But, uh, yeah, that that depth is a big concern, especially when you're starting down uh, guys like Sheldon Rankins. Yeah, how did you guys at Pro Football Focus grade out Marcus Davenport's rookie season? Uh, Kind of an average rookie season. He's definitely one of the ones that has to step up. They have to have another edge edge presence uh, opposite Cam Jordan, whether it's him, uh, maybe Trey Hendrickson, who who actually had the highest uh, grade on the defense last week in week one of preseason. Well, at least one of those two guys has to step up and have a have a big year. Obviously, they invested a lot in Davenport, and considering the window is dwindling with with an older uh, quarterback, they need that investment to pay off now. Let's go around the NFL now. Before we get to who you think standing out, I got to ask about Kyler Murray because the internet and you know, the social media freaks out about every little thing. Two preseason games hasn't played very well. Uh, three of eight yesterday, just twelve yards. Sacked a couple of times, was beat up. Of course, the internet sees two preseason games and they say, "Oh, Kyler Murray is going to be a bust." <laughs> what have you seen from Kyler Murray? <laughs> That's the internet, Josh. What have you seen from Kyler Murray? You concerned, worried at all about him? No, no, not yet. Uh, I, you know, preseason is preseason. We've seen, uh, you know, many of Blake Bortles come through their rookie year guns a-blazing and look like the next coming. And uh, obviously <laughs> Bortles is what he is now. So that really doesn't concern me at all, especially when you know kind of what you're getting uh, because we've seen that offense, how it works in college and how vanilla and watered down it's been. These these first two games for Arizona, yeah, I'm not concerned one bit just yet. Who else, uh, maybe good or bad, standing out across the league as we're about two and a half weeks through the preseason? Um, I, I think we've seen some uh, young quarterbacks step up. Uh, Buffalo, 
Mr. Josh Allen, a guy that we were critical uh, of uh, a year ago coming out, uh, someone who's capable of making all the throws but didn't do the easy stuff very well in terms of the underneath and intermediate decision-making. Uh, Josh, are you still there? Let's uh, see if we can get Josh back. We lost him in the middle of that conversation there. I know he's still on this phone line. Josh Liskowitz of Pro Football Focus joining us at PFF underscore Josh. Been having some funky stuff with our phone lines at night and just cutting out in the middle of conversations. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, We'll try to get uh, Josh back here in a couple of seconds. We'll go to the phone lines at 870-870. A text from the 636. Drew is in the top three of quarterbacks in the NFL. Before his career is over, he'll have an MVP. And uh, maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. That is our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll at WWL.com. Where do you rank Drew Brees right now among NFL quarterbacks? You can cast your vote at WWL.com or the radio.com. At most people saying in the top five right now. we got a couple of choices for you on our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. Some news from Saints training camp today. You had seven players mixed practice. Alex Anzalone, Josh Hill, Alizé Mack, Ethan Greenridge, Geno Grisham, Saquon Hampton, and Marcus Sherrills, all MIA from camp today. We got Josh back here. Sorry about that, Josh. You were talking about Josh Allen there, and uh, we cut out mid-sentence. No, no worries. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure where I was in that, but uh... – Allen in college at Wyoming and last year didn't do a lot of the easy stuff well, the short intermediate uh, passes. And uh, so far he's looked really good. Obviously he can run too. But, uh, boy, if if Buffalo can get just passable play from him, considering the rest of that that roster, especially that defense, they're going to win a lot of games this year. you have any idea who's going to be the Saints' primary challenger in the NFC South this year? I... You know, I think a lot of people are going to point to Atlanta, and certainly that makes sense. But, boy, Tampa, on a week-to-week basis, they're going to be very, very scary, in my opinion. Uh, I I just think it's the perfect storm. If anybody is going to get uh, the most out of Jameis Winston in that that one-off year where he puts it all together and has that Cam Newton MVP year, takes him to the Super Bowl, I think B.A. is the head coach to do it. That's interesting, Josh. I have been saying uh, Tampa could be that you know traditional worst-to-first team if there is one yeah. out there. That's interesting. You kind of agree there. And, yeah, Bruce Arians effect, huh? Yeah, no question about that. And when you think about what Bruce Arians loves to do in terms of working the ball downfield, that's what Winston does well. And, good Lord, they certainly have the weapons to do that. <laughs> so, when you put all that together, I I think they can put a lot of points on the board, and uh, their defense can't help but get better. So you put those two together, I I think they have a real shot at uh, at winning nine ten games, and who knows beyond that? Yeah, it'd be very scary that offense that put up a fifty burger on the Saints uh, opening week last year. Mm-hmm. Josh, uh, usually a little longer with you, short and sweet today. Really appreciate the time. All right, no worries. Thank you. All right, Josh Liskowitz, at PFF underscore Josh on Twitter, covers the NFL for Pro Football Focus. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll go inside NFL training camp up to Indianapolis. Joel Erickson joins us. <laughs> I got a couple of different texts saying, ask Joel where he's eating. Yeah, he's in the middle of dinner. stepped away to chat with us here on the last lap, and uh, don't begrudge him that at all. You get very little family time if you're covering the NFL these times of year, uh, this time of year, and 
Again, yeah, it did sound like he was having a very good dinner up there in Indianapolis, but it was very good to hear Joel's voice again. Miss him down here covering the Saints. Quick update on LSU's practice today, day 15 out at LSU camp, and not much to report. That's because no pads, light individual uh, drills today because they're getting ready for their second scrimmage of camp that will happen tomorrow. First time we did see Coach Bill Johnson coaching the defensive line. He and Ed Orgeron go way, way back. So Ed O, who coached defensive line most of his career, he and Bill Johnson working together with that unit today. Good to see Bill Johnson out there. Caleb on chase on. We told you he was back yesterday. He was there. Uh, Damian Lewis and Chasen Hines, two offensive linemen that are expected to be pretty big pieces of that unit. They were absent again today. And uh, according to Tiger Rag and uh, James Moran there, he does not think that they will participate in Saturday's practice tomorrow. That scrimmage will be tomorrow uh, right around what, noon, 1 o'clock. I know Coach O is set to speak to the media at about 1.30 to 2, so that scrimmage will happen before that. And we'll have lots of uh, notes and news on that at www.com and the radio.com app. Again, not much to take away from LSU camp today because no pads and it's kind of a pre-scrimmage workout, if you will. A couple of texts coming in at 870-870. Uh, do the Saints have any input for preseason opponents? That's coming from the 504. They have a little bit of input from what I understand. It's not like the NBA, though. In the NBA, the teams schedule their own preseason games, and that includes home and away. So the Pelicans, their six preseason games this year, five of those are away from New Orleans. It's a great chance for them to showcase Zion and this young team across the country. Of course, they don't have to pay for all that goes into hosting a basketball game, security, uh, concessions, ushers, all the staff that works both with the crowd that's there and also behind the scenes. That's an expensive venture and usually a losing venture money-wise for any team that hosts preseason games. So the Pelicans are just taking their show on the road for most of this preseason. Another text here at 870-870. Text from the 504, what has happened with Josh Gordon? He actually was allowed to play again? Um, yeah, he was allowed to play again. He was reinstated today by Commissioner Goodell in the NFL, and I say good. He should be reinstated. I'm sorry if Tyreek Hill is allowed to play after abusing his kid and threatening to kill his girlfriend. Uh, I think some guy who smokes a little pot and has gone through rehab a couple of times and has gone through that rehabilitation process, I think he should be allowed to play football. I don't think this is a hard one. Not in my mind anyway. We'll step aside when we come back. We're going to do this every week. It's our last lap guest of the week, interview of the week. And this one, it was a no-brainer this week, Carter Bryant. Our sit-down was very entertaining. We'll play that for you when we come back. We talk Saints, we talk to LSU, little Marcus Davenport, and much more. It's the last lap on WWL. Our last lap, guest of the week, guest interview of the week. We'll do this Every Friday on the program, we'll replay some of the best sounds, or at least the best sound, an interview we had all week long. And this week, easy choice. It was my sit-down with Carter Bryant, a radio host up in El Dorado, Arkansas, LSU grad, comes on the program every week. Here's that conversation. That was our guest 
interview of the week. We do this each Friday, the best interview of the week, and no contest there. It's Carter Bryant again, at Carter the Power, getting like mad props on social media right now and our text line about Carter Bryant. A couple of texts from the 228. OMG, this guy Carter saying exactly everything that I've been thinking for a month. You demand, Carter. There you go. Text from the 985. I heard this conversation yesterday, but I can't get enough. Thanks for replaying it again today. Yeah, that's why we do it. No doubt. Text from the 504. Weird is pronouncing Brett Favre, F-A-V-R-E, as Brett Favre. Yes, it is. should be Brett Favre or Favre or Fav. I don't know. Never got that one, Favre. <laughs> I'm still yet to have somebody explain that one enough where I'm comfortable with it. But is anybody really pronouncing it any other way than Favre by now? 504-260-1870. That's the phone number. I'd love to hear from you. Phone line's now open for the rest of the show. It's 504-260-1870. Text line is 870-870. The last lap continues on WWL. Talking about pronunciations with Carter Bryant. It's pretty pretty entertaining for me anyway. Here's a text from the 504. Talk about funny pronunciations. How about H-E-B-E-R-T, A-Bear, L-O-L. Yeah, it's, come on. Cajun pronunciation. We should get that down here. Text from the 228. I was saying how amazing it was to me that somebody out there was thinking the same thing that I was thinking and had been thinking about Jadevian Clowney. I've been thinking the same thing as Carter was saying for a long time. That's all, but haven't heard anybody else say it. Ah, yes, great minds think alike. You and Carter Bryant. And again, you got to give him a follow on Twitter if you're not following yet, at Carter the Power on Twitter. Our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll at WWL.com. Where do you rank Drew Brees right now among NFL quarterbacks? And 96% of our audience either has Drew at number one or somewhere else in the top five. 31% squarely at number one, 65% in the top five, 6% in the top 10, and not a single person taking the line of I'm going to troll, so below that. (laughs) I thought we'd get a heavy dose of that considering we actually – put it as one of the responses. Marshawn Lattimore pretty darn good in the second joint practice with the Chargers today. Deuce McAllister has more on that at WWL.com. You can also get that story at the radio.com app. Next hour, we're going to open up the mailbag, our Friday edition of the mailbag. And any single question that comes in on our text line at 870-870 now through the mailbag that'll be at 1020, we will read. As long as it's you know safe for the program, anything silly, anything relevant, Saints, Pelicans, non-sports, anything you want to ask in AMA radio style, you can text us at 870-870, or you can find me on Twitter at Seth Dunlap, and you can hit me up there. A reminder about our Saints coverage on Sunday, game number two in the preseason against the Los Angeles Chargers. Our coverage will start at 11 a.m. with the Acadian Windows fans' first take with myself and longtime Saints offensive lineman Steve Court. We're there with you until 1 o'clock, and then at 1, we go to the Saints radio network, and you can join Bobby Bear and Christian Garrick for the Bud Light countdown to kickoff. Then game time, 3 o'clock, just after it with the voice of the Saints, Zach Streif, color analyst Deuce McAllister, and Steve Geller on the sidelines. And then after the game, as always, it's about three hours of the point after with the Cajun Cannon and Christian. That is about nine hours to ten hours of Saints football on Saints Radio WWL and also on the Saints Radio Network. There are filings in court now 
in college basketball. We've been following the scandal that Nike paid, did issue payments to players trying to steer them to multiple schools. Another lawsuit has been filed. This according to ESPN's Mark Slabaugh. Big story on it today. Another filing in federal court suggesting that Nike was part of this scheme. Adidas had been really wrapped up in this the past two years. I think everybody's expected that Nike, if Adidas is doing it, Nike's there doing this stuff as well. And they seem to be involved in this also. There have been uh, notices of allegations going out to many schools. Uh, unless you get public records requests, you're not going to know, especially at public universities, until the coaches or programs have action taken against them. But we've got a keen eye over on LSU to see if anything's going to happen there. Nothing has been announced as of yet. One hour more to go on the program. We've got two-minute drill trivia, sports libs, and our last lap mailbag. Get any of your questions in to the text line, 870-870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.